If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are phase-related, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? This is his Phase 4 to my Phase 5. What up, guys? Aim on the mic. What's that thing the kids do, like Phase Clan or whatever? Yeah, we're. I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I just know Phase Up. That's all I know. All I know is the clans. I don't know what these Phase Up mean. Yeah, we're not in it anymore. But yeah. before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now, we have been very, I would say, delayed in our response to what happened at San Diego Comic Con. Yes. Right? Yes. Right. But we weren't there. We weren't there. We weren't there. So pretty much it didn't happen. You know, like yeah. Pixar didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start our journey into what was announced at San Diego Comic-Con being Marvel Phase 5, Phase 6, pretty much anything that was announced there. But I think now more than ever, especially with Thor Love and Thunder coming out in June, uh, Phase 4 is done. Came out in June. Yeah, it came out. out. Yeah, wow. You know, we're caught in the time loop, I'm telling mm-hmm. you. But um, we're going to start by reviewing Phase 4. Um, this is a phase, many people, and me included, that were kind of like, yeah, it was okay. Like, nothing great happened. But in the grand scheme of things, a lot happened. That and also, I feel like, in a time where, every, where we weren't allowed to go out, and we couldn't do anything. I think it was the perfect time for these movies and shows to come out because no one was risking going to the theaters and everyone just waited to go see. Granted, you can see Black Widow and a bunch of other movies before Spider-Man um, where the box office wasn't that big of a hit and they just released it on Disney+. Plus. But I feel like that had more people's eyes on these TV shows and on the movies because... You can't go out. You can't go to the movie theater. So I think in that grand, in that whole grand scenery, is that um, it's better that way. It's very sorry. No, I would say it very much is, mm-hmm. and you. That was a very valid point. Of you know, I'm looking at the timeline of like what they announced at, at Comic Con. I forgot what year it was. Twenty twenty. 2019 yeah 2020 was when everything got shut down that's right so um i would say almost every bit of like what was announced was a disney plus series Mm -hmm. 
and that's good. That's good stuff. They meant to do that. Let's just yeah. say. Let's just the, say that. Now, now you're gonna get the conspiracy thinking that Disney commit uh, started the COVID. There's gonna be like a laser pointed at my forehead in a few minutes. Like they, he knows too much. I'm the one who said it. Yeah, right. He like he knows too much. You thought uh, it. I just said it. And you, oh god, I'm dead. You put me in the crosshairs. Not, not, not anything else. Um. So let's just. We're, I'm just gonna name off what was shown in this phase, and then we'll break it down step by step. Um. The film, like you hinted at, that was always delayed, never really came out, but then did come out. Uh, Black Widow, The Falcon, Winter Soldier, Eternals, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, WandaVision, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Loki Season 1, Marvel's What If, Hawkeye, and of course Thor Love and Thunder. And correct me if I'm wrong because I'm looking at this timeline. Spider-Man was in this, right? Yeah, that was in it. I think at the time they didn't know if um, Tom Holland was going to resign. Oh. And then they just, when he signed, they're like, all right, just put that in there. Um, I feel oh, like we said, Black Widow also got um delayed. So Falcon the Winter Soldier did come out first, and if you guys remember the post credit scene, we saw the um the post credit. There was the evil lady. Um, I forget her name. Who was at something the end. Fontaine? I remember her last name, Fontaine. And then she was at the end of credits of Black Widow. So it's like I feel I don't know how. Did you feel like? Would you rather have Black Widow come out at the scheduled time and then be like watching Falcon One Soldier? Oh my gosh, she was in Black Widow. Or did did it really matter near the post credits between Falcon One Soldier and Black Widow? Um, well, I think the obvious point like to make here is set it up. Like we know, not to say Scarlet Witch. We know Scarlet Johansson's character of the Black Widow died in endgame yeah, so it was, all, it was all it was all between civil war and infinity war was what it was sold and then besides the end credit yeah and you know it's kind of like a, a thing where it's like all right we know what happened to her character i wish this movie did come out prior to endgame like chronologically well, speaking hot day hot day they only released this movie solely because of the success of wonder woman I kind of see that because Marvel, cause no, because Mar- I remember I saw a story um, saying that Marvel thought that no single single woman superhero movie would do so well, and then comes Wonder Woman, shattering glasses and ceiling apparently, and setting that new uh, barrier that oh, there could be a woman superhero. Hell, we're getting She Hulk on a TV show, which I don't know how people like us are gonna do with that show. I'm I'm for it. I'm already on. Just put would, me on. Would you the docket. Swipe, Would you swipe right on She-Hulk? Let one hundred percent. Like <laughs> let's let's just take a moment and diverge for a like a I would say a quick minute because then I'm going to sound real suspect. <laughs> um, first of all, we got She-Hulk carrying this dude around. Like mm-hmm. men around the world lost their minds. They were like, uh, suddenly I have unlocked something in my mind. <laughs> then we're big WWE fans. Rhea Ripley is literally torturing Dominic Mysterio on Raw every week, battering him, carrying him out to the ring, like choking him between her thighs. Like, let's just say it's a strong woman era now. Let's just let's just do that. Sign it, seal, deliver. 
I can't wait for She-Hulk. You also talked about WWE. David Otunga is actually one of the people she's dating. Yeah, he's one of the one of the options, so to speak. But to get back on Black Widow, um, I it was it was okay. Like it wasn't anything mind blowing. Of course, you know what happens. You know, moving forward. Um, Taskmaster in that film as the villain. And Can we talk about how unjustly they did Taskmaster in that movie? Yeah, they I, they they Deadpooled him. Well, the original Deadpool, Deadpool you're talking Deadpool. about, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Also, fun fact: I'm currently playing Marvel's Avengers, and I just went through the first bridge scene uh, where Taskmaster comes out and you're fighting him, and I'm like. Why couldn't we get that guy versus what we got in uh, this movie? Uh, DK Harbor in this movie as well as I think his name is like Red Patriot or something. I'm gonna Red Soldier. I think it's Red Patriot because he's Russian. He uh, killed it. He he killed it. And um, talking about he fighting Captain America, even though they never did in the movies, which was great. He was like, he was that, like drunken uncle who um, Red Guardian. Uh, Red um, Guardian. All the, I knew it was a color and then a something term for someone who defends. He was um he was that crazy uncle who was talking talking about wild stories about what he did even though he never really did fight Captain America because he was frozen at the time. Oh, it was so much fun! I loved it. And then Natalia's sister. Yeah, I mean Yelena Belova, uh, Florence Pugh. I mean, killed it. And obviously, moving forward, you brought up the evil lady who uh, appeared at the end of Falcon Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier. Valentina, that's what her name was. Valentina. Um, You know, it's the Thunderbolts. That's what they're alluding to. I feel like Abomination in She-Hulk is going to be yet another addition to this. Can we talk about how, after seeing Black Widow, I thought Thunderbolt Ross was going to be in it, because I'm like, oh, he's getting a movie, and then I Googled him, and I found that he died. I'm like, yeah. Upsetting because he was a really good actor. I liked him, and then he was finally getting his own. It's like a, it's Red Hulk. All of a sudden, that's not an option now. You know, it, it's just. Uh, I, mean, I mean, you could do Red Hulk. We just change it up to somebody else. I mean, Valentina because they, they change a lot in the comics from the movies, and they, they could make Valentina Red Hulk. They it's very me. well could. Yeah. Um, now moving forward to Captain America: Winter Soldier. Um, it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon. Well, at the end, remember they changed the title, so now know, it's more no, accurate. At the time, it was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. At the time, um, I like this series. Um, it's it, really like an interchangeable thing between Loki and this show mm-hmm. that I think are the best uh, Marvel-related things to come out on Disney Plus. It's it's really slept on. It really is. Out of every Disney Plus, we got Loki, Hawkeye, One Division, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's really slept on, and this was another thing that also got changed as well because uh, Wonder Vision, I believe, came out first, mm-hmm. then Falcon and the One Soldier. But um, Falcon and the Soldier is funny because it actually shows the um, state of like how superheroes had to go buy a mortgage, blah blah blah, and him being a different color, and then also the people with the snap not having their home, and they also changed the script of that because of the real effect of the virus going on there was supposed to be a virus in this show and they never they took that part off which i think kind of hindered the show a little bit but bucky and um sam for sam falcon was they, they had great chemistry i loved them both oh the banter between them two was yeah. amazing uh it i think they're better than captain america and 
uh, Bucky. It wasn't as good as how Sam and Bucky did it. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl i feel like these actors connected more than those. yeah like they have the um the, the banter yeah. yeah and you've seen that and i was just recently watching civil war mm-hmm. and there's that scene where um cap kisses uh sharon carter and they're both in the back seat just kind of smiling at him because mm-hmm. they're both his best friend yeah. but like they both pick up on the wavelength of like all right like we got him yeah um also in oh, this series you were gonna say no no, no you are because you you said something that uh, fancy. Oh, okay um so in this series isaiah bradley was featured um mm-hmm. he was one of the first super soldiers but again first like he American, alluded to african-american super soldier yeah and you know in this series he was kind of like tucked away like in the marvel cinematic universe yeah. because of his color and it was that storyline through this whole thing. And then at the end, he finally gets his like exhibit put in the cat museum. Uh, it was just a perfect send off to his character. And it's also more of a, um, like a, like a nod to the fact that there were more super soldiers than cap. And you know mm-hmm. what happened, like, especially this storyline in the MCU it's more of I'm trying to find the word for it, but like, it's more tied to real life. You know, oh, it's more yeah. one of those grounded things that you can like understand. A hundred percent because we had African American soldiers fighting those wars and then not getting the credit that they deserved because of this color of the skin and the way they look. And I a hundred percent agree. And I kind of felt sympathetic knowing that's not the show's fantasy. It's not real, but I saw, I was like, I feel bad for this dude. Um, it was really sad. And I think, because of him, that helped um, um, Sam Wilson become Captain America. Realize I need to stand up. I'm a symbol for something bigger than just myself. And I also want to talk about how we got basically Soldier Boy in the show. I like a light version. If you guys watch the boys, Soldier Boy is basically Captain America, but evil and doesn't give a fuck. We got that with um, the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. 
which I actually like the a- actor because he just had such a slappable face. You just wanted to slap him and punch him in every second of the day. Yeah, like um, that's Wyatt Russell playing U.S. agent. That's now yeah. confirmed. Um, yeah, like whenever the first scene of him in the suit came and out moved. and he turned around, like there was the meme of he looks like that guy from Up, yeah, the grandfather, <laughs> like in the mask. So yeah, I like that now. You can't unsee it, but then the scene in this show again, going back to like specific scenes, um, where he was fine, he was tracking down that, um, that terrorist guy yeah. and he executed him in the public with Cap Shield and there's yeah. blood on the shield. I was like, damn, like this is pretty gory for like a Marvel show, let alone anything like that. So, you know, seeing that play out, seeing how the public eye of like who is the new captain America. It is very much, you know, it's tainted now the vision of that. But then of course, Sam Wilson, the captain America. Now he righted the ship and he created something, a a better image for cat moving forward, especially now that he's rocking that magnificent suit. I mean, Talk about comic book accurate. Talk about the colors, everything just meshing well. I'm a sucker for a good like super suit, so this one checked all the boxes for me. Okay. Um, you know, I think he was such a great actor playing Cap, and you know the the stereotype. Oh, duh, Chris Evans is on the moon while just watching everything now, which. I thought it was like, well, it's, it, is it happening? Because we don't know where he went after. But that and then, you know, uh, Valentina again, you know, telling her I have a team to go against the the Avengers. Kind of like the Suicide Squad, if you guys want to think about it, if you guys are more DC fans. But I think, you know, the show, like I said, gets slipped on a lot. In some points, it's kind of, and if you compare it to the other shows, like the WandaVisions, like the Loki. But it's a nice grounded show. I want to thank if do you think do you agree with me? Oh yeah, no, like the, the themes of this show were more grounded to real life and it, mm-hmm. instead of it being like all right, here's a dude from space, we got to go fight him. That's yeah. normally the, the Marvel formula. This is more or less uh, a thing of Sam accepting the role, like a huge mm-hmm. role to fill the shoes of Captain America. And then the public reception of that versus what the government wants Cap to be. Yeah. And like how and the shield should be carried by a specific person, not just whoever. Not only that, how how the government is ignoring these people who got blipped away and don't have homes now because there are new people living in. And I was like, you know what? That's okay. Like like I said, one division, it was about like the witchcraft. Um, then you got Loki, which is all time and all that. And then... That um, whole guy was also grounded too. I'm lining up, but if you think about Captain America, you had the first one was about the um, Red Skull. Second one was about a friend coming, not being dead. The third one was fighting in 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 the David Hunter's household. So I feel like this was a nice change of pace because you know Spider Man. You look at Spider Man like oh multiverse, oh a guy controlling the weather and throwing missiles before that an angry Stark employee just wants to hijack all these get alien gadgets. So like I said, doesn't get it out out of the show wise. I know we're not rating them, but the shows I want to say six out of ten. 
Yeah, and I read something, and this is very loose remembrance of it. Um, each cat movie was based on like a thing of the U.S. government. Uh, number one was like wartime propaganda. Mm-hmm. Number two was the Patriot Act, I believe, like government spying on you. Three was obviously had to do with rights and yeah. stuff like that. And of course, this show is now public perception. Like, you know, wow, I, I never see wow. America. Captain America does re- represent America. And uh, teachers well, lessons, too. Well, look it, at that. it does. Now, moving on to things that teach you lessons. Um, a movie that is universally hated by the Marvel fan base. Um, very. I don't know. It's 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 there. It's there. It came out. It did come out. Uh, Marvel's Eternals. Um, I've seen this. Have you? I don't. No, I don't know. I I have avoided this so heartily. So uh, I guess we'll gloss over it real quick. Um, it was all right. It was. I think it gets too much hate. It's more of those movies like it's like Nickelback. You know, we all know it's pretty good, but we all, like, we all listen to it. But universally, time. everyone it, like it's cool to hate it, and then like secretly you're listening to it on your way to work. I, I still don't know why people hate Nickelback to this day. I remember I was listening to middle school, bopping to it, and then one day you listen to Nickelback. Why do you like Nickelback? I'm like, when did this happen? It's like doesn't everybody? I don't know, but um. The big thing coming out of Eternals that like I'm scratching my head about um, at the end of the movie, a celestial comes out of the Earth, like literally just comes out like a giant, like the size of like Europe mm-hmm. comes out of the water and like they stop him, but like his hands out and his head is out, like sticking up in the middle of the ocean. Through all these Marvel movies, move after Eternals, through all these shows. Not one of them have referenced the fact that this dude is sticking out of planet Earth. So I need answers. I just need to know it, why it, no one has referenced it. Eternals is like that cousin you don't want to talk about. You know he's part of your family, but you don't want to mention it because everyone's going to look at you weird. Like, why, why are you bringing your cousin into this? Like, it, it's there. It happened. Just like how Mobius happened. It's also in the MCU as well, which I, uh, which I have yet to see as well. It's Morbin time, I tell you. It's oh, it's Morbin time. Um, I guess since Eternals is kind of like the thing we don't talk about, uh, let's move on to Shang Chi: Legend of the Ten Rings. I really like this movie. I have yet to see it. Really? I, oh wow! Because, because I think it's just a bootleg version of. Um, oh Iron yeah, Fist. Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah that's, I, that's I, your deal. I've been saying this, and plus, how uh, you know that bootleg version of Iron Fist. My brother said it was good. He he enjoyed watching it. He um, liked it a lot. I seen like glimpses of pieces of it because I was passing around the living room. But at the end of the day, I think we should have just got an Iron Fist instead of somebody trying to be Iron Fist. We might get Iron Fist. Who knows? But um, just to kind of like quickly wrap that movie up, um, I'm excited to see what they do with the character. I've seen. Um, a bunch of pitches that he's going to be in the Avengers lineup, like the next one for the next two movies. Rightfully so. Love the character. Love what they did with the movie. And the director for this movie is directing the next two, or I think one of the Avengers movies in phase six. So that's a thing to look out for. Um, moving on to the next one, it is WandaVision. Uh, you've definitely watched this. Oh, I definitely watched this as well. Um, you know, people who don't dig in and know Wanda, everyone was just like, 
so weird, so thrown away. When they saw the first episode, it was all black and white. You saw Vision walking around. I remember I told you this, and we talked about this during our review of uh, uh, and My brother saw He's like, what am I watching? Why is this going on? This is so... He said kind of boring. He's like, I don't get this. What's going on? And then me, who binge-watched the first couple episodes, I was like, just give it time. Relax. And then he got hooked. And then he was like, before Loki even came out, he was like, this is pretty good. This is so far the best thing Marvel has came out in a while. So I was like, yeah, it was new. It was some giving the spotlight to a minor character for the past couple of films. Everyone's been saying Wanda's so powerful. She could do this. She could do that. And then we finally saw what Wanda could do. Yeah. I mean, even with the next movie, uh, Multiverse of Madness, um, they really leaned into the power of the Scarlet Witch. And I agree with you. Uh, this show was a slow burn. Um, it started off being what I thought it was going to be following each decade of television moving forward. Cause you know, they talked about her love for sitcoms, you yeah. know, more, more of a look into uh, what gave her, her powers, seeing mm-hmm. the Stark bomb. Yeah. Um, obviously her brother and her surviving. Uh, and then just the emotional damage of the fact that she was just kind of forced to move on. Um, and I feel like everything in this show paid off in spades in the next Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness because of that line where she was like, oh, you can mess around with the multiverse and you're viewed as a hero. I, I was like, I did a hex or whatever. And all of a sudden I'm the villain. Yeah. Like, uh, no, oh, my that, gosh. That was such a good line. And that was great. And then everyone was just like, why is Wanda bad? Didn't she get clarity at the end of WandaVision? And I'm like, if you think about it, uh, you hear um, Rambo saying they will never understand what you gave up. And you could see it in her face. Yeah, she fixed everything. But, you know, she had a perfect, in her mind, she had a perfect life. And, you know, giving that away, it's not that hard. And the fact that at the end you see her playing with the book, then you know how evil the book is. The dark hold. Yeah, the dark hold. So it kind of makes sense. And it's like, well, no, it's not out of left field. No, it definitely isn't. And um, it was more or less she got a pat on the back and was like, yeah, uh, sorry about your loss. Like, thoughts and prayers. Uh, now get back to being an Avenger, pretty much. Uh, yeah, And then, of course, let's bring up Agatha. Uh, she is still in the MCU. She's under the spell of Wanda. She's kind of still brainwashed into being that nosy neighbor. And Agatha is now getting her own Disney Plus series in Phase 5, I believe, in Agatha Coven of Chaos, originally House of Harkness. So that's just another thing to look out for. I believe she's in for the Thunderbolts. A bunch of those people left over are now going to be saved for the Thunderbolts moving forward. Moving on to the next big uh, part of this phase being Phase 4. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. No, Spider-Man first, then. Oh, that's right. See, this is why I can't go by the picture. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man like, like, No Way Home. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, like, we've gushed about this movie enough. Uh, we've did a whole said, podcast I, on it. I said I hate it. I'm still saying I hate it. This guy. I, I mean, I think it's talked about enough for mm-hmm. us to kind of just justify being like, yeah, it was there. It was great. Oh, like, wait, no, I thought it was great. Okay. There's something before Spider-Man. What? Loki. 
Oh, see, I'm looking at the the original timeline, and it goes WandaVision, Strange, then Loki. No, it's Loki, then there's Hawkeye, because that happened in the Christmas, and then it was Spider-Man. Well, 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 you know, you know how it be sometimes. Marvel timelines are very confusing. Yeah, this, is why, this is why I'm here. I'm a perfectionist. Yeah, but since we're already talking about Doctor Strange, let's just kind of yeah, rip that up. rip that Band-Aid off and then talk about Spider-Man quick. Um, Spider-Man, great. Messed with the multiverse. Uh, kind of set up Doctor Strange even more when Warner did it. Very much so. And then I guess a thing to talk about, I guess that we didn't really talk about much, um, the crossover with the Sony Cinematic Universe with Venom, Eddie Brock, coming over and then leaving the symbiote behind yeah which which i was kind of upset that he wasn't in more of it but then you think about it a brock in this universe is kind of like a loser he wouldn't go out and fight find spider-man he would just want to be know where he is so it makes sense but that's not here or there um no i think the movie you know did all right like i said could be better but dr strange i think set it up perfectly after just leading into spider-man and one division which i thought was great as well yeah so now we can talk about loki yes um loki for me amazing yeah for me like i said earlier it's tied between cap and this show uh loki love it it's getting a season two i think it's the Uh, only show so far that's getting a season two yeah because cap cap's getting a movie yeah Oh yeah, that's right. Happened. Yeah, Hulk, WandaVision basically got cleared up with Doctor Strange, and we don't Hawkeye just spit off into spinoffs, into spinoffs, into spinoffs, into spinoffs. <laughs> Echo, all that stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, Loki again, great show. Um, sets up Kang the Conqueror, gave us mm-hmm. all the background of He Who Remains, and it basically gave you the blueprint of like what. Kang is not who what he is and you know obviously he's the big bad for Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania or at least he's going to appear in that he's also the big big boss in phase five as well yeah so moving forward it's pretty much him I believe the Avengers movie for phase six is like dynasty of Kang or whatever Kang, Kang dynasty Kang dynasty so yeah like there's there's a setup for Kang. Yeah. Um, do you I think don't... Sylvie and all that is still at play here with moving forward? Because she was a great character. She was a great character, and I think um, we know. I don't know if you know this, but Thor's going to be in season two of Loki. Okay. And I think not to confuse everybody, because there are people that for some reason haven't seen the shows. I don't think I think Sylvie's going to stay as a loki season two i think she's gonna get wrapped up in the next season i think king's gonna kill her or what since because we got that idea of being probed and not really being gone and all that and i think i think um sylvie's not not gonna last for that long i think she's gonna not make it um owen wilson you 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 said the best give this man a jet ski gotta give it to him man i mean He's such a welcomed character too, and like yeah. whenever they, whenever they killed him, air quotes killed him. I was like, damn! Like they're doing the thing that Stranger Things is doing, where they're killing a likable character, yeah, just because for the lulls. And then, of course, you know that played out. Yeah. Um, and then you I know, get, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I guess, like at the end with the statue of Kang, obviously it shows 
you know, the tipping scale of everything, yeah. the multiverse, all that stuff. It's all because of Sylvie. All because of Sylvie. Now, uh, moving okay. to a show, uh, I was going to bring up What, what if. if. Oh, go do What If. That's, that's your show. I love this show. I know it's cartoony and whatever, but the the concepts and the um, hypotheticals it plays with, just amazing. Like, honestly, like I'm pitching it to you right now. You need to watch it. Just like, like just watch like the episodes you think you'll be interested in. That's how we got Captain Carter in Multiverse of Madness, yes. directly related to What If. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, th- a theory at play for Black Panther Wakanda Forever that could play into What If. Mm-hmm. And it's getting a season two. And then Marvel Zombies is coming out, which is going to be like a show based around the zombie. I don't know how they're going to do it, but like there's a show it. at Marvel Zombies. Um I just liked it. I liked the story arc and I liked how it all connected. It wasn't like, what if like Iron Man was, I don't know, whoever, like pick a character, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Like what if he was Tom Hanks? And like, that's its own separate show. No, they like acknowledge like, yes, these storylines are existing in their own place, but at the end they bring it all together. And it's a, it's a very cool villain as well. So like, I, I get it. I know who but they also teased um, Doctor Strange as well as being the villain, which we got also in the multiverse. I tried watching it. it was, the graphics, the design just threw me off when I was watching the first episode, which was Ca- um, Captain Carter. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I was excited, but it was just the graphics, the art design of the show just threw me off. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. That, that's fair. I mean, I. I know for some people, like, especially with animated stuff, I've run into this. I've talked to people about Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Like, people don't like that. Sh- was it you? Well, I watched it. I, I, okay, I, I, so I, you're I, not I, the one that doesn't like it. You you just don't like what if. Um, there, One of my friends doesn't like the Clone Wars because of the animation style, which, you know, hey, like, you're watching this for the visuals. And, hey, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, so what if, if you haven't watched it, do it. Season 2 is coming out, or Marvel Zombies is coming out. Get to it. Okay. Now, on to your... My favorite. Your uh, favorite. My favorite TV show, Hawkeye. It was funny. Haley Steinfeld, I'm, I have a crush on her now. She was amazing. They did everything, like the, the bros, the mafia gang. Uh, it was... It was like the red tracksuit gang. The red tracksuit gangs. They, everything from the Hawkeye comics were in this show, from page to page. They had Kingpin in it. The only nitpick I had it if they added Daredevil, if they had him to help him take out Kingpin, I would have because we got him as, in Spider Man. So I was like, it's not that hard. He's gonna be in She Hulk. Yeah, I know he is, but I wanted him in Hawkeye. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. But, um, you know, I really wish he was in this one. Because Hawkeye's street level, I think, would be perfect for him to be in it. We'll get into Daredevil and Phase 5 when we talk about that. Because I'm actually excited about that. But, um, yeah, I just kind of wish we had him in Hawkeye. But, no. A-plus movie. Show me. Wow. It will, like, you know, I complain a bunch about how all these Disney Plus shows, or Star Wars included, are short. Yeah. But I feel like this show was the perfect length for the story it was telling. You know, it was over Christmas time. It just added that. It was just a nice, cozy show to watch. Would would you would you consider this a Christmas movie? If you because break it down, it's like an hour long. You break it down and you just watch it all in once. It's technically a movie. Would you count this as a Christmas movie now? By by Christmas movies logical, 
It yeah. takes place at Christmas time. There is a Christmas tree. There are presents. So is this a Christmas movie? Yeah, because like the whole premise of the show was like he doesn't want he wants to take he took his kids to New York to have like a trip or whatever. And then he's like, don't worry, I'll be back by Christmas Day. And like that was the whole deal. I feel like uh, you would make that into like a next Home Alone movie. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. But it's like the reverse. The parent yeah. gets left in New York and the kids yeah. go home. Mm-hmm. So I wonder who's watching who. I know. Right? Um, yeah. No, Hawkeye. I loved. Um, obviously, they're setting up Young Avengers, Kate Bishop. You know, I, I like how everyone said the next movie is Avengers Babysitters. Oh, yeah. Has- that, that's a big thing, too, for this phase. Like, it's yeah. a bunch of like and even Star Wars where it's like. Older, established character has to watch young and up and coming. Yeah, whoever. Well, with Star Wars, I get it because you have the Padawans. But this is before. This is like before, prior to the um, Order sixty six. They had the Padawans that they had to watch. So that kind of makes sense. So that doesn't affect me. But this one is like that. They're coming out of the woodworks. So like, oh, this kid's always been here. He's always been a fan of you. You go babysit him now. And it's just like, I didn't realize that until I was like, wow, that makes a good point. Yeah, and then speaking of, like, kids watching the perspectives, um, the whole story was Kate Bishop seeing Hawkeye do the, like, reverse jump off the ledge, shoot up in the first Avengers. And it's like we never, like, aside from Department of Damage Control in Spider-Man... Homecoming. Homecoming. um, We didn't get that perspective of that fight or any of their fights. people, People watching the fight. Yeah, and it's like... It's not every day you like wake up and the Avengers are having like a war outside your window. And yeah, no, like it was a great series, loved it. I believe it is a Christmas uh show and or movie, if you want to call it that. And to wrap up this phase, wait, was Miss Marvel a part of this? Yes. Oh, you haven't watched it, so I don't just go go ahead. It's been too long. If I guess balls on it's on my behalf. Go All ahead. right. So the big the big thing big thing um it was a good show really quirky like i I honestly love it like it's one of my favorite shows but what they did at the end and this is something you would have a lot to say on too um there was a scene at the end it was like a post-credit scene where it's like uh the 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 main best friend the guy bruno was like kamala i looked into your dna and i'm sure you're gonna know you're gonna know what i'm saying by this and he's like there's something different about your dna and it's like there's a mutation, and the X Men '97 theme played. So we're getting the TV show that. Yes, but they're saying that Kamala Khan is a mutant. mutant. Yeah, and you know there was this whole thing about her being a jin and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Which, 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 growing up, I mean, I, I'm being Muslim and all that. Um, the parents did tell you kids about gins these stories about monsters taking you so i was like that, i'm like that's i, I really i was like you know my watch this show i'm <laughs> telling you it's not because of the reasons and the, this was the reason i kept hinting at it's like the payoff to seeing that like yeah like miss marvel like you even said it yourself like you haven't even watched it because you're like mm. i don't think it's going to be that good the fact that they're investing so much stock into yeah like this was the announcement that mutants are in the mcu and well, nobody I, saw that coming i, I feel like no one of us did it where mutants and because you find out that it wasn't the tesseract that gave her the powers yeah. she had it but that's besides her i think one did it first but the one thing I actually had a nitpick in that she had powers with the rings, 
which I'm like, if my wonder, my shortage of Miss Marvel is that she gets attacked and then she gets the stretchy powers. She doesn't have no ring. She doesn't know. Which I'm like, why do you have to add something? Like, I'm so, a Pierce, like I said. So again, you know, watching the show. In the show, they're like, you've had the power. Like, it's always been inside of you. But the bracelet, or in this case, the... um, Was it the bracelet they called it? I don't know. Of the gauntlet or whatever. It kind of, like, acted as a thing, like a funnel to to get it out in the world. And um, her stretchy powers are replaced by this cosmic, like, glowy stuff. Which, Mm -hmm. there was a point made that... We all know, and us growing up in the era where Fantastic Four movies were released to the general public, like bad ones, um, stretchy, mm. arguably, stretchy, mm. stretchy, like CGI in real life doesn't look good. No, 100%. I 100% agree with it. But and that's how it, they danced around it. Yeah, but it's also fun to look at, too. I mean, it is. It's like, oh, like that, that that's a decision they made. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, so another thing in this post credit scene... Um, Kamala's like in her room. She's just kind of like hanging out and she looks at her, her bracelet and it lights up. And then all of a sudden she gets sucked into her closet. And then who comes out is Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Marvel. So they're saying moving forward that her, Kamala and Captain Marvel switched places. No. So now like that's going to be the plot of the Marvels, whatever plot that may be. But they kind of just left it at. They swap places. We don't know where Kamala went. We don't know mm-hmm. where Captain Marvel was. So that's that moving forward. And then that also explains where I forget which movie it was when somebody was like, "Where's Captain Marvel?" Oh, she's off planet. That was oh. Endgame. I'm pretty sure when they were no. talking on the holograms. No, no, that was because Bruce was still in his swing. He wasn't Smart Hulk. There was one scene where there it was like rocking and all that, and they're like, because Miss Marvel does come back at the end of Endgame and help. So it wasn't during the movie. Endgame. There was Infinity one point, War, maybe. No, it wasn't. Infinity. It was it was some movie where yeah, it could have been one of them. They said that um, I think it was Shang Chi. Honestly, the post credit scene. Oh, it was. Uh, it was. It was. And then they're like, oh, she's off planet, and which they could have been like, oh, that's why we can't reach her. She's just off planet. In reality, she could just got sucked into a different place, which. Now they I'm like, look at me, having seen the show, and I'm putting two to two together. So proud of you. you. You've done good. Now, for us not doing good, we have not seen Thor Love and Thunder yet. We've been busy. Busy boys. Busy boys. Um, that's a movie we'll obviously do a review on, blah, blah, blah. So we haven't seen it yet, so we can't talk about it. Surprisingly, heard, it hasn't gotten spoiled for me. Me, me neither. I, I heard, though, to an extent that it is not as good as Ragnarok. Yeah, that I feel like because uh, Hulk is not in it. Yeah, because uh, him and um, Bruce have great chemistry. Um, Guardians are barely in it. They said they're in, in the first five minutes of the movie, and then they're off. And uh, which I'm kind of upset because at the end of Endgame, you think that they're gonna do another buddy buddy cop thing like how they did with Hulk, but they said it was better than the first two Thor movies. So I'm like, okay, but it's like I I, I was hoping that we we're gonna see more of Guardians in this movie. Which they're in phase five now, but like I said. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, it's more of a thing where I'm kind of like, how many Thor movies are we going to have where Thor needs to rely on another cast of characters, you know? 
Because I, I like mean, Thor as is. I know as is, but but you see that he can't carry his own movie. Yeah. You Which is, some, eh, you yeah. Know. But it's like, and then I feel like out of everything, Guardians could have been funny because him and Chris and um, Star-Lord could have that fun comedy back and forth. And they could have done so much more, but upsetting they didn't. But that, I, I digress. Exactly. But um, we will digress no further because that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. We hope you enjoyed. This show goes live every single Wednesday morning. Of course, we've got the Get Comfy Game Break and the Get Comfy Podcast every single Friday and Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only. What up, guys? I'm on the mic. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.